You're listening to the Ag Watch Podcast. Senator, welcome to AgWatch. Governor, thank you for taking time to speak with us this morning. Secretary of Agriculture, United States Senator for Arkansas. He's the CEO of Ducks Unlimited. Where we dig deeper into the story to find the people and forces growing American agriculture. Mr. Secretary, farmers are in the fourth year of this downturn. You're the farmer, you tell me what you need. When is someone going to address these problems with flooding? You're still not answering the question, though. Hosted by Terry Simmons. President and CEO of USA Rice. He's the CEO a of farmer from Northeast Arkansas. He's a catfish farmer and row crop a farmer. and peanut grower a from Tennessee West Soybean and livestock grower producer. from the Missouri Boot Hill. Congressman, welcome to Ag Watch. Welcome to Ag Watch. I'm your host, Terry Simmons, at the Jonesboro, Arkansas Health, Wellness, and Environmental Sciences School this morning, Magnet School. I'm here with Miss Melinda Smith and Miss Celine. Stanley, a fifth grader here at the school. Miss Smith, you have a big plant sale coming up Friday. Talk to me a little bit about the plant sale and what the program is where you grow these plants. Okay, so our plant sale is is Friday, but we start uh, really hard and heavy in January. And uh, we kind of do a little partnership with the uh, Crickhead County Master Gardeners in which they come starting in January helping us uh, sow seeds in our greenhouse and these seeds are um, they're flowers they're herbs and uh, we kind of specialize in heirloom tomatoes and peppers um, but we like I said we start in January and we take care of them until we have our plant sale and all the proceeds that uh, that we get from our plant sale go back into our program go back into uh, replacing water buckets or soil or pots or and we also have a um, a student kitchen which is called our nutrition lab and we cook in there so that helps that allows us to buy ingredients and things to cook in our nutrition lab. So what kind of growing facilities and uh, things to help you produce all these plants do you have here and what resources do you draw from to get your seed and get the flats that you grow them in and your nutrients and potting soil and stuff like that? Uh, well, we have three small greenhouses. When we first started this, when the magnet school concept started, we got one greenhouse. I think it was like a 18 by 20 something greenhouse and I thought oh my gosh this is so large how, what are we going to do with this greenhouse and I would like to have five more of those now that's how we have increased our knowledge that's how we've networked in our community even outside our state that's how much we've grown and been able to produce so now we have three small greenhouses and we also have our own gardens here. So not only are these things, uh, these starter plants used in our plant cell, but we also plant them here um, in our gardens. Um, but as far as resources, uh, we, we work with the local nurseries and, and kind of dumpster dive for pots, you know, and we kind of reuse pots because we are a recycle school too. So we reuse pots. Um, we do buy our own soil. Uh, we are in close. Our gardens are in courtyards, so we can't really compost within those walls. We can't really bring dirt, you know, soil in. So everything has to come in bags. Um, but outside our community, we have a, a wonderful partnership out of Felton, California. Uh, her name is Renee Garden Seeds, and she donates all our seeds. Um, so we're we're just able to network and bring other people that believe in what we do with teaching kids in. 
Well, you mentioned an important point there in teaching kids. In the agriculture community, it's always a concern for us that people don't understand where their food comes from other than, you know, the old saying of you just go to the grocery store and pick it up. How does this help children understand better where their foods come from and, and what it takes to grow food to feed the world? Well, I actually had lessons with my first grade. I went into the classroom. Not always are we able to go. Like, it's cold today. So it's not just confined to the garden. Um, I went in with some carrots that we'd been growing in a container and took some carrots in for tasting but showed them how carrots grow because a lot of kids, they don't know that carrot is a root that grows underground, you know. And um, so we're able to do those lessons. So when we do go in the garden, we can say, hey, this is where the carrots grow. Or we go in the nutrition lab, hey, this is what you can do with a carrot, you know, other than just eat it with ranch dressing. You know, so um, we're able to, to build that connection with where does our food come from? What do we do with it? How do we grow it? So we're able, so kids see that happening instead of just read about it in a book. Well, that's outstanding. And, you know, not only do things have to be grown, but they have to be grown in a way that's environmentally sustainable. How do you bring teaching students about environmental sustainability into the program? Well, we have uh, we have some water rain barrels, so we're able to teach kids that, you know, we can catch our own water and um, we can water with that. You know, we can't do 100% of our watering through our few rain barrels we have, but we can, t- we can teach them that there are options to that. And we do not, we're not all organic here, but we, you know, I've got six-year-old little hands and bodies in, in those plants, so we do not use anything extra on on plants. So um, that's kind of how we, we do that. I, I love the rain barrel concept because they can actually see that it's caught and that we can reuse that water. So you have a big plant sale coming up later this week, uh, and I just came where I met you at. You were back there sorting through just flat after flat uh, vegetables and flowers and things. Talk a little bit about your plant sale and what kind of success you've had for that and what you're looking to have happen when you have it this Friday. Well, um, of course, I'm a teacher, so my brain works as a teacher. Not only are we doing these things to to be an educational tool for the kids and, and a money maker for us, I, I believe it's our responsibility to educate our community. Um, you know, our farmer's market, we've seen our farmer's market grow in the, in the last five, ten years. And like herbs, there's not a lot of people that that cook with herbs. And, you know, at a health standpoint, if we can use more herbs in our cooking, then we'll decrease fat, we'll decrease salt. You know, we put flavor in things that are healthy. I mean, herbs are very medicinal. So... Um, we try to educate the community too. So if it's out there, then maybe they'll buy that. And, and even our parents here, uh, kids, kids encourage your parents. You know, there's not a lot of, um, our kids are, are kind of inner city kids as far as they don't have a garden space at home. So we encourage to grow in containers and things like that. You don't have to have a huge garden spot. And we do um, select our seeds to where they are container friendly. Um, so it's not so intimidating for families to want to purchase a plant. So you're a teacher, uh, but how'd you get involved in this? 
Uh, well, I'm, I'm a science nerd at heart, and uh, I'm originally from Leech Hill, Arkansas. So I was I was raised in a rural area where my grand my grandmother you know gardened, but. I never grew. I, I, I never really gardened at home. Um, but I had taught in another school district. Uh, the magnet concept uh, came about, and I was asked, you know, could I bring some ideas toward the health, wellness, and environmental studies theme? And they were talking about researching some schools in uh, kind of the coast, kind of Santa uh, Santa Cruz area of California, where they've been doing gardening kitchen uh, education for over 30 years. So part of that magnet dr- grant sent me and some other co-workers to that area and we got to observe schools who do garden to kitchen um, education and actually went to a training facility called Life Lab there and there's another one called the Edible Schoolyard in Berkeley and uh, we did some training there because um, with us having over 600 children here at Health and Wellness we can't really grow a lot, a lot of things to feed them. You know, we, it's not replacing our lunch program or anything like that. But it's our concept is grow a lot of a little, so we can teach them how these things, how asparagus grows. A little bit of patch of asparagus, a little bit of lettuce, a little bit of this. So, um, I, so the answer to your question is, I didn't know how how to garden, especially in the educational aspect of it, and I've just. We have gotten good training and then networked with people around here. Celine, you're a fifth grader here, and you've been involved in the plant project. Talk a little bit about how much fun you've had planting these vegetables and herbs and flowers and stuff. It's really fun because you get to learn how they grow, where they grow, and what kind of, like, the necessities you need to grow these things. And it helps you because you get to see them when they grow at the plant sale. And you get to see the beauty in it all. And you get to see all the fun stuff in it. And you get to work in the garden sometimes. I sometimes work in the garden and we help move them from the greenhouse to the plant sale area where we're going to sell them and we also I also help water them sometimes I even got to plant potatoes one times one time (laughs) so what are the some of the vegetables and flowers and herbs that you have available to plant sale we have many different flowers like marigolds zinnias sunflowers even and we even have poppies and many more we also have some, we have thyme, parsley, as well as oregano, lavender, and basil. Some of the vegetables we grow is like cantaloupe, squash, cucumber, watermelon, and we also grow peppers that some people get to pick out and buy. So what's your favorite plant? My favorite plant is the sunflower because it's so big and goes so tall. Are you learning a lot here by working with plants and planting the seed and taking care of them and nurturing them as they grow? Yes, because you get to see, when I helped out, I get to see the seed. And then when you go to the plant cell, you get to see it already sprung up months after you, months after you planted it. And you see how it works with the water as it grows. And it's really pretty. 
Okay, well, Celine and Miss Smith, thank you very much for speaking with us today. You've been listening to the AgWatch podcast, where we dig deeper into the story to find the people and forces growing American agriculture. 